welcome. This is Mibbit Marketing and I am your host, Rachel Claver. I love helping small business owners become more confident and more capable with their marketing. So this podcast is all here to help you do just that. It's me and the help of some great guests helping you learn new skills, new strategies and ideas. Let's jump in and get started. I'm not a fan of nitty-gritty action lists, but I do love mapping out a plan. I'm extremely goal-orientated, and I always want to know my why before I commit to anything. If the goal is juicy enough, I'm going to work incredibly hard to reach it. I really love the idea of being a little bit more whimsical with my planning and going within my gut and letting myself go where the moment takes me. But if I'm completely honest, I'm not sure I've got it in me. I can't start something, then work out how it's all going to bring in the income. It just doesn't work for me. I think I've had too many years where I've had to be the main income earner. I can't just run on the feelings of maybe it will sort itself out. But after working with thousands of small business owners, I know that many people can just do that. And one of the common questions I get asked is how to monetize a Facebook group. Now, you might have already started one or have one, and depending on the niche, it can be quite complicated to make sudden changes. And if there wasn't a plan to monetize and make money out of it, you do need to slowly introduce new guidelines and expectations. Otherwise, you can have a little bit of a fight on your hands. There's no one right way to build a business, and there's no one right way to incorporate a Facebook group into that. And so I'm really pleased today to have Enos Curran come and talk to us about how she started a Facebook group. It's called Girls Talk Business NZ. It's now got eight and a half thousand members. And she operated and started it to build a community for New Zealand women and businesses. And now the business side has evolved and changed. And Enes is now in a place where she is confident that she's moving it all in the right direction. Whereas I'm the planet extreme, Enos has taken a gentler approach and her style may appeal to you as you find out how she's grown the group and her business too. So I'm really looking forward to having Enos here. And if you'd like to talk about this, obviously you can join her group, Girls Talk Business NZ, or you can come along to my Facebook group, Map It Marketing, and both of those links are in the show notes. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Map It Marketing. I'm your host, Rachel Claver, and I am really excited today to have our guest today, Enos. Now, she is going to come and talk to you in just a minute, but before she does, I want to just say thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for all the lovely messages you send me about the podcast. Thank you for recommending it in Facebook groups, which is actually, you know, quite a cool topic to talk about since we are talking about Facebook groups today. And thank you so much for those of you who have rated and reviewed the podcast as well. Now, our guest today is someone that I really enjoy seeing in one of my favorite Facebook groups. She is the founder of Girls Talk Business, which is a Facebook group on Facebook. Gosh, gosh, that was clever, Rachel. Um, And she is going to talk with me today around what it's like to build a Facebook group, but also what it's like to build a business with that Facebook group as being central to it. I don't know about you, but I see a lot of stuff on the internet with big promises about how we're going to make all this money if we build a community and how it's easy and all this stuff. And I know from my own beautiful Facebook group method marketing that that can sometimes be anything but the truth. There are often other things you have to do. And when you're first building it, it's just a lot of hard slog. So without further ado, uh, welcome to the show, Ines. It's really lovely to have you here. Oh, thank you so much, Rachel. It is my pleasure. And can I just say, this is my first podcast. Yay! 
where I get to answer questions. <laughs> it is very exciting. It is a very exciting thing to do. Now, tell us a little bit about yourself and what led you to start um, your group. Oh, great. This is now using my Toastmaster skills, right? Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my name is Enos Turin, and I am the founder of Girls Talk Business, which I started a Facebook group in 2018, I think. Uh, it's been quite a while, so you can imagine how long it's taken this journey to get here right now. What would you like to know about me? I am a wife. I am a mother of two adult children, fantastic, beautiful souls who teach me every day how to be a better version of myself. It's a wonderful place to be in right now as a parent. And, well, the group. So I spend a lot of time in there as you can see, because I see you in there quite a bit, Rachel. I do, in sometimes, <laughs> yeah, I do. It's, I actually have discovered I really don't, I love being in groups more than I like being in the Facebook feed. So I just, yes, a circle of my yes. groups. I have identified three types of women, funnily enough, in my oh, previous, really? uh, yes, the blog post I did. It's interesting. There are three types of women. In particular, I think it, they go through a stage or a phase of trying to find out where they belong in a group. So they'll be the ones that just quickly, you know, tap the little emojis like, you know, like little thumbs up or a little heart that they've noticed what you've said. So they don't talk much. They're just there observing in the background, but still engaging. Mm -hmm. Then there's the one that, like you and me, we love digging deep into the conversation okay give me some juicy topics to talk about so I can show you who I am and I can actually tell you what I know so that's that's probably more the experienced one yeah and then you've got the third one the third one constantly posts and asks questions she will be the one that's curious but also quite confident to do that it does require some confidence to post your own post there is a fourth one we won't talk about the fourth one. Can I ask, because I was going to suggest a fourth one. I was going to suggest that there is a fourth one, which is I have joined this group because I need to sell my product or I need to sell my service. And that's the only reason I'm here. And I'm going to try and pretend that I'm not going to be that person, but I'm still going to do it. And so everything I do is going to be promotional. And every time there's a post, there's anything in the way related to what I'm going to do, I'm going to put my little links on. That one. Okay. <laughs> Because I do, like, I one of the things I'd like to talk about with this, and I want to talk a little bit, I want to come back and ask you some things about um, having adult children, because I've got adult children too, and I think it's an awesome experience to have them. And it is, I think you're right. We're lucky with our generation. I'm assuming they're Gen Zs. And I've got a millennial as well. So I've got a. How are you old enough to have a millennial? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've got a soon to be 22 year old. And a 25-year-old. Wow, so that is like a young millennial, yeah. yeah. But I, th I think um, there is this amazing thing with, with children who've grown up in that digital age, isn't there? Yeah, so my children are just before that digital age. Mm. So they still experience that freedom. Like yeah, we live in Going we outside, in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we live in Medicana and... You know, the primary school back when they were going there was bare feet and yeah. running around and free. So they had that introduction to, you know, quite quite a lovely lifestyle. And because we live in this area where there's lots of beaches and an environment where they can explore, they still have that beautiful balance. 
you know, you're going to laugh at this, but my daughter recently just bought a little flip phone. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> so she said, mom, I just want to spend this year studying and I don't want to be distracted with a whole lot of um, posts and TikTok. And so I'm very lucky that my, yeah, my kids are a little bit more probably... <laughs> They prefer that to what their mum's doing, spending a whole lot of time online. Oh, my kids are actually the same, and it's all because they have two of them working with us, which is, you know, but they, um, I have two, like a 20, 20 to almost 22 year old and a almost 20 year old. And then I've got a 16 year old, and she is that little bit younger. So she grew up with screens a lot earlier because, of course, the other already had them. And I can see a real difference in the children that have had the experience all the way through compared to these two who can self-regulate in terms of choosing things, going outside, um, all these things. And I do, I do wonder what the impact's going to be. I think it's, I think, you know, they often have quite strong boundaries around online, offline life, probably, and they've teach, they teach me and remind me yes, to switch yes. off, you know, like I like that we, we have meals and we don't, we're not allowed phones at the table. You know, we're not allowed to have them when we're having conversations together. But I think it, that will change and that's kind of sad for me I I do agree with everything you've just said totally yeah yeah so when you started Girls Talk Business were you doing it to start a business yes okay and did you know what that business was going to be yes okay and what was that business going to be it was okay so what was the business going to be it was to support women in business. Yeah. I had no further plan than that. <laughs> and sometimes you don't need to get too yeah. intricate in your in your plan as long as you have a vision of, you know, where do you want to go? That's it. Mm -hmm. Don't don't worry about how to get there. You'll get there as long as you have that end goal and the vision and keep that in your view constantly. And you've got around eight and a half thousand people in that group now. And they're mainly New Zealanders? Yes. Yes, I did start with New Zealand. So let me just go back a bit yeah. and tell you about how it started, because that tends to be the question. How do you get eight and a half thousand members? And, you know, I'm quite open and honest about the journey. Yeah. We never get here on our own. We never do. And I think I always appreciate or hopefully I show my appreciation to the women that have supported me along the journey. Uh, some stay with you for a long time and some are just there just for a visit and then they move it's on. Mm. So the group started, I was actually spending a lot of time uh, in the group called Girls in Business. I know that group. Yes. <laughs> 2018, you know, that was sort of like the beginning of these groups. And I don't know what happened, but you know when you're there at the right time in the right moment mm. and I happened to read a post and there was a woman in there and she was very much like hey we should start a girls in business NZ and I was like yay I'll be happy to join and I'll help admin so she set up the group Michelle um, she set up the group and I was so excited you know you give me something and I'm in there boots and all I think I joined so, it when it was called that too by the way yes mm. So she started the group with the intention of just doing it, what it's supposed to do, which is just, I don't know, there was no goal. But then after 300 members, I realized I was spending a lot of time in there. <laughs> and I was like, what do I do? Like, what is this about? So I reached out to Michelle and I said, look, if you're not interested in 
monitoring this group. I would love to take it over. We had uh, 300 members and I thought I can grow this group and just see what happens. So she said, yeah, no problem. I'll just take myself off and you can have the group to yourself. And in that process, I realized if I keep it with the girls in business, there was always going to be a slight confusion, no matter what yeah. NZ at the end, it didn't really matter. So I, I reached deep inside and I thought, what do I love to do? And there was a lot of talking I loved to do at the time. So it was just a matter of changing that one word, girls talk business, still keeping NZ. And that was what happened. That's how it grew. Uh, there was... Um, there was a desire for women to join groups back then. And I think the name itself drew a lot of women in. Didn't have very many, I didn't have very many boundaries back then. So the group taught me a lot. <laughs> yeah, they do tend to. Can I ask a question? It's a potentially a sensitive one, but um, I, I have issues with the thing, phrases like girl boss and femme preneur and stuff like that. Do you... If you'd done it again, would you call it woman in business or do you think there's a real merit in calling it girls? Oh, that is a sensitive topic right now. I know, now. and I just, I know, I should have warned you I can do that. I just, I, was, I wasn't even planning to ask it, but I was just thinking about it because, you know, like I obviously love the group and I don't have an issue with the group and I think that it's great. It's kind of like there's another group in Australia that's called like-minded bitches drinking wine and lots of people don't like that group because it says that we're bitches and they're like, hey, that's not okay. Well, yeah, maybe, but I also like that group. So I'm not going to not be part of the group because it's, it's for me, it's got girl and I don't like girl boss. But do you think that that impacts the group? I love that question. And I do have a paid membership. So I've got a group of beautiful souls that have supported me on my journey in the last two years. And they actually pay me to be in there and, you know, share their knowledge. So um, one of the things that, I've realized while I was sharing some of the backend stats with them about posting mm. is that the demographic in that group is actually quite a lot younger than we thought. Because and of the girls thing? Maybe so. Mm. But the woman word right now is a sensitive word. <laughs> so I would prefer to still stay a girl rather than shift it more to the mature audience because I think we do have some great women in there with a huge knowledge base mm. who love to share that knowledge and who better to share it with than the girls and I feel like even though it's the name because so like and I and honestly girls in business huge group but that group felt very much like a girl boss group. Like yes. it was all about the bodycon dresses and the beautiful nails, which I will never manage to do. And, and so I often felt I'd go in there and go, I need to do my hair just to post. And it wasn't like, it, seriously, for anyone listening who loves that group, I'm not criticizing that group. It's just different personalities. So don't feel that in the group. But, but it was as far as it was an interesting question. And, and, it, and it is a thing because I don't like, if it said ladies in business, I definitely wouldn't join that because I this lady is not a lady, you know. So it is hard, I think, for women to name the, the group right. Oh my goodness. So when I first thought about changing the name, I spent days, days, I'm telling you days searching for a name that encompasses a woman or a female mm. that's in business, running her own business. And to be honest, I don't know if anyone, any of your listeners has ever done this, 
but there isn't much out there for us. No, there really isn't. There isn't. Yeah. And it's interesting because I often find, I don't mind so much if a woman says girl boss or whatever, um, but I have an issue when a man says it more anyway. You know, like there was a, another um, male marketer who was talking about how women love being called, um, the, you know, the amazing girl boss fempreneur market. I'm like, dude, don't don't use the term like that's not okay <laughs> i have i have to say and it must come down to my generation i'm not a fan of boss babes it yeah. doesn't speak to me no. so when i was you know thinking of the name i still feel the girl thing yeah we all have that girl inside of us mm. and we're all wanting to grow up at some point in our lives yeah. so i do yeah. think right now for me the name suits i don't know yeah. long term whether we're going to change it or whether it's, it's something okay. to consider yeah. but the way we've marketed it with you know the lovely eloise from the bespoke design she's amazing she's uh, worked very closely with me to help me capture the essence of what i'm trying to achieve in the group uh, i think she's done a fantastic job so as much as the name itself is very youthful and young i think the new uh, branding we've put in is definitely much more softer yeah. mature and it's it's more inviting and warm yeah but that's cool I it's a, and I think it's good to talk about because I feel like there'll be people what aren't listening to this and going why aren't we talking about that so I think Absolutely. that was cool um so let's just talk about you said that the group taught you how to put boundaries in place oh yes <laughs> do you want to talk a little bit about what that was like so did you have lots of rules when you started the group no, I had no rules. Okay. I had no rules. I, I was a people pleaser. So I was like, please post my group so yeah. I can see you like me. Yeah. <laughs> and you can find value here. Yeah. No boundaries. I had no, absolutely none. So that's the answer to that. What it taught me very quickly was I needed to put some boundaries in place. And, the, and that means rules, right? And if you're not a rule person, yeah. that's that's like you've got to dig deep and find out who are you what do you want and that was the journey for me boundaries was the journey in that group I think boundaries is a really important thing like I like you I have rules that for people to come into our group and one of the things I will say I really love the new admin assist for Facebook groups where you can have an automatic reply that if they haven't agreed to the rules, it comes up with an automatic, hey, you haven't agreed to the rules. Because I was hating going back to people and going, hey, I'm sorry, I'd love <laughs> to have you in the group. You haven't agreed to the real rules yet. So that's been amazing. But I'm always like, if they're not going to agree to the rules, they could be one of those people that don't fit my rules and then they're going to create havoc. But if they come in and they've agreed to the rules and they create havoc, I can go, you didn't agree, you agreed to the rules. Like it's to me, it's like, it's not about me. It's the rules that you broke. Yeah, well, that is the boundary, isn't it? Yeah. It like protects, protects you, but also it helps them understand when they do cross the line. Yeah. And, you know, for someone who has been very much open and completely honest about my life, it, the boundary has been one of the difficult lessons for me to learn. Yes. But I'll tell you what, now that I've learned I love them. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of rules do you think are important to have in a group like yours? And what which ones, what do you have? Okay, so just take you 
uh, one step back. When I first started the group, there was no rules. So people were doing whatever they wanted, posted whatever they wanted, and that was okay. And I actually think that's what helped the group grow to yeah. the numbers that we have. Then, of course, there was that part of me that uh, had situations where I was learning through a certain woman that were in the group and soon realized that I had to put some boundaries in place and some rules. But what happened out of that incident was there was this, I didn't realize there was a line, you know, you, you can do no rules, a little bit of rules, and then too many rules, yeah. Yeah, it, <laughs> which, yeah. which is where I went to, to the extreme. Okay, so these are all the rules and this is the main focus, how to keep these rules in play. I think that's just part of your journey, your personal yeah. growth journey, right? Mm. You know, it, it's like opening your door. I had a lovely conversation with a member on my um, podcast as well, but she was talking about, it's like opening your door to your house and who are you going to let in? Mm. And it's really crucial to know that about yourself. Initially, when I started the group, my door was open to everyone. Just come in. Mm. I want to be friends with you, please. It doesn't work. It really doesn't. It, it um, can be exhausting. It can, uh, you can question yourself a lot. Uh, it can put you back quite a few steps in terms of, you know, if you keep um, making those same mistakes, why are you making these same mistakes with different people? So rules, there's a fine balance. And right now, because I've been able to openly learn about boundaries, I feel like I can just let go of some of these rules because yeah. I don't need them anymore because I know myself who I am and what I want. Because I, 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 you know, we talked beforehand and I'm not going to mention the group, but I talked about I was in a, in a group um, and had a bad experience with it. And one of the things that I hear still with that group is that the rules are very, 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 very tight. And I think that you do sometimes have to, to go, it's kind of like with kids, right? Yes. When you've got like kids that are rowdy and frustrating and you've done the whole, hey, okay, let's just quiet things down now. Um, and then they don't, the, the, the next impulse is to go real tight and yes. go, these are the boundaries, this is where you're not going. And then you can start to work out where your comfort levels are around boundaries. Um, I know for me, I have a quite a controversial rule for my group, which is that, um, you can't you can't join as an, a multi-level marketing business. And it's not because I don't believe those businesses are valid, but for my group, I teach marketing, but most of the marketing I teach isn't applicable to multi-level marketing businesses. Plus, I don't want them to be messaging people and privately messaging them. So it's like there's this kind of like double thing. But then your group, it'd probably be okay to have a multi-level marketing group. Well, that is a really good question because initially that naivety of wanting to please everyone, I was yeah. like, yes, just join my group. It's all good. I welcome everybody. And again, you you start seeing what people do and how they can, you know, push, push your boundaries. And you soon realize, yeah, no, there needs to be rules because sometimes people will respect you more when they know where the line is yeah rather than you so. just thinking that that yeah come in and do whatever you want I trust you no you can't you really do need to put some rules in place so they understand okay so I can't abuse this but I'm welcome here and you know sometimes I will delete the posts when they are promoting their multi-level marketing even in the ad Friday posts 
I've been known to just delete if it's a, because I know now which is the multi-level marketing product. So it's quite easy for me to go, mm, no, that's not where I want this group to go. And I love those women. They're so passionate and they're so Absolutely. driven. Yeah. There's nothing that, you know, I, I just don't, that's not what I want for my group, as yes. you just said. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the thing that I feel is really important with this. Like um, I, probably you have other groups that you're part of. I really love watching how other people lead their groups because I'll often go, oh, I really like that. And I think I want to do that. Or I look at something else and go, that's a bit of a tight rule. I don't want to have it that way. How would I have it? And it helps me really think about what rules I should have and which ones I haven't. But essentially, and I think it's the same for you, it's about my experience, but it's also about everyone in that group feeling safe. And these rules are there for everyone to feel safe, really, aren't they? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So so you you learned some mistakes around the boundaries and rules. Have you had messages sometimes? Have you had problems where you've had people message you trying to manage stuff like taking it off the group and then privately messaging you and wanting you to deal with stuff? Does that, has it happened to you? I've only had in the last six months, I haven't had, well, we've we've been through quite an interesting time period, haven't we? So we yeah. can't really we, I can't really draw on that experience, but just before the whole lockdown, the group was doing amazing. There was so much interaction and the vibe was high. And now we're coming out of that period. I, I can see the interactions are growing again and the women are getting more confident. It's a really interesting uh, experience to observe your group. And I feel such a big sense of responsibility for eight and a half thousand women in there to show them how to show up and how to engage and how to mm. talk about what's going on. There's a fine line sometimes, right, of how deep you go with certain topics. I haven't had very many conversations around the back that have been anything but positive. So it's excellent. Awesome. Yeah. So one of the things I found was really interesting is you have um, gone and sought GTBPs, Girls Talk Business Partners, who help contribute expert knowledge to the group. Was that, why was that? Like, and what was the thinking behind doing it that way for you? So I wanted experience in the group. Yeah. I wanted them to show up with confidence and uh, help the group grow in terms of their business, what they could offer. With partners, it's more about, um, I don't believe partners don't would need to be, um, what am I trying to say? Partners work with you to grow something like that, that group. So it's a team effort. Yeah. And I don't want them to pay for a membership because that's essentially them giving up their time, their experience. Yeah. So if if they're not there to, you know, find something that they can uh, grow from, then they fall into the partner category because they're so experienced. Mm. And I'm not really looking for too many partners. Mm. 
I would still, that's more along the lines who has helped me and now I can help them as a partner. So it's kind of like they are people that you know are not going to try the promo things. You know they're not pushing promo. You know that they are focusing on really trying to add value to the groups. They're doing that kind of second thing that you talked about, which is adding those valuable posts. But they also might be people that might ask questions and trying to bring and stimulate conversation. Is that right? Yes, so partners and providers are like a fine line. There's not too much difference from them, except that the providers tend to, sorry, providers tend to um, promote themselves. They have got that opportunity to go, here I am, this is what I do. But the partners essentially work in the back end with me, supporting me, and then I support them back. They also promote themselves in the the group, but not so, you know, loudly as in... Oh, so hang on. So I might have put it wrong. So GTBP is Girls Talk Business Providers, not Partners. Yes. Okay. Providers, so Partners yes. help you support the function of the business, of the group. Yes. group. So yes. they kind of like help you with the admin and, yes. and post. Okay. And yep. then your providers, those are also experts. Yes. Those are different experts. niches. That's correct. And so their role is to stimulate discussion. Their role is they've got opportunities on a Wednesday to brag about their business and tell everyone what they do, which is essentially promoting their brand. And then on a Thursday, it's more, but we're going to change this soon, but I'll carry on. On Thursday, they get an opportunity to um, just talk, uh, give us a few tips and and, uh, advice or something they've learned and share that experience with the group. But I will be changing that soon because what I've realized working with these beautiful women is that they're so busy that they don't actually have time to remember mm-hmm. <laughs> to come in on, on certain days. Yeah. So what I might do now is change the banner. And now that people understand or the members in the group understand that this is the service we offer, if they just use the hashtag, it won't matter what day the providers post. It's just knowing that that is a provider and they're posting and they're sharing this information with us. So, okay, so they do that. And then you've created a, um, how have you monetized the group? Like how, because obviously it is part of you growing and you talked about how you knew you wanted to support women in business. And you didn't really have a game plan of how that would work, but now you you know now, right? <laughs> I know now. I know now because my goal was never to make actually that much money to start with. My goal was to grow the group, show them what I can do, uh, give them value. And I wasn't so concerned about the monetary aspect. However, I had these woman along the way who believed in me and essentially that's all we want right someone to believe in us and there's a group of them and they're all providers and and the partners they believed in me and have supported me and have to some degree paid to be part of the group that that you've noticed I haven't really promoted that as much as you know if someone's interested they'll reach out because I know when they're interested they're essentially saying yes I'm ready uh, there'll be a bit of a shift now because now that we're ready and we essentially know, you know, this is the pathway, there'll be a bit of a shift where, where I will start promoting more around joining the website. So right now we've opened the website for anyone to join and uh, put up their profile. So once you sign up, 
you can add your profile in the members lounge. So oh. this is free. It's another avenue. And look, we know Facebook is doing all sorts of amazing things in the background. <laughs> uh, so we want it's, women it's to... It's protecting. Talk. It protects yeah. you. Yeah. So we really want women to have a space. Hopefully Girls Talk Business is that space for them where they could add their profile and know that they're safely tucked away there. And if Facebook does anything, you know, like change the algorithm, they'll still be able to find each other in Girls Talk Business. So it's a great opportunity to women, for women to join for free and put up their profile and connect visually. And, and then eventually, I'm assuming there'll be membership spaces there where people could pay for other bits and pieces from yes, that. Yeah. Yes. So we talked about boundaries. We talked about, you know, being ready. Now uh, I've essentially, you know, worked out where I want to spend my time, how I want to spend my time, and who I want to spend my time with. That was really important. And with the, in terms of this as well, are you collecting the email addresses too? Do you email your members that are part of that? Look, the website was just there as a starting point. And there, this is version three or four. Uh, version one was like dipping my toes and going, oh, am I ready? What am I doing? <laughs> Bright pink color. <laughs> and That's then nice. this. <laughs> version two was still a little confusing still trying to figure it out and I suppose something I want to give your listeners is don't be hard on yourself you'll figure it out start somewhere it doesn't matter where you start take the action and it'll fall into place I do think that it is really important that for some of us we have a really firm idea of what we're doing but some of us uh, may just have an, a propulsion to do something or start something and I do agree that there's a lot that can be uncovered just by take you know I think it's kind of like you know when you know you want to get fit and you go I'm just going to start with a 10 minute walk and then three months later you just get you start leaving the 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 house and suddenly you break into a jog because you're ready for that but you never thought that was going to be what happened three months ago it's kind of like that right Absolutely, absolutely. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's a mistake. It doesn't matter if you've learned that that's not what you want to do. That's the beauty of it. You now know you don't want that. What does the possibility look like? So I never regret the fact that it's taken me this long. Yeah, because I think it's cool. my journey. So yeah. if someone was going to start a Facebook group for their business, what would you? What would be the biggest piece of advice that you would give them? The biggest piece of advice I would give someone that's starting a Facebook group or is currently admining a Facebook group is understand the why. We talk about the why a lot, don't we? And everything we do, why do you do that? Understand you, understanding your why will make the right people come to your group, the right people engage in your group, and the right people essentially buy from you or hire you to work with you and what about people let's just talk about um because we talked about how there was that fourth group of people who really don't know how to use facebook groups well and get upset because no one buys them and they go facebook groups don't work but they're actually just using facebook and facebook groups in a way that just isn't working it's not the facebook group it's their behavior um when we're talking about face groups if someone was wanting to to get people to buy from them long term in someone else's facebook group 
what behaviors do you think that person needs to do? What are the habits they need to have? What are the, what's, what's the, the kind of post that will get them that stuff, do you think? Oh, I would ask them first to stop doing what they're doing. Yeah, stop the promo <laughs> Just stop. Yeah. Uh, I keep referring to in some of my posts recently, and that is um, behave in the group by giving more than taking. Yeah. Because when you give, and you've, you've found this, haven't you, Rachel? Yeah, absolutely. You offer advice and you you give that sense, that tone of advice. Yeah. And people start to trust you. They like you and they want to hear from you and then buy from you, right? Mm. So I think there's this confusion. Someone must be doing courses out there. I'm sure. I've I seen think there is people that do tell people just to go in. and Because I, I, think, I think one of the things that I'd want to say about this is I am... Um, as I said, there's a group I no longer am in. I still get clients from that group because people do searches for keywords to find out previous conversations. And so if you're, even if it was years ago, if your comments are in that group and they see it and they read it, you know, you are putting down a foundation for a long time when you put stuff down. So, you know, when you're giving and people often go, oh, but you know, you're in marketing, you can do that. Well, you can do the same with, you know, asbestos, or you can do the same with um, cooking or whatever it is, find the group and then add value in that group. And someone's going to be like, hey, this person's trustworthy. And you, you know, you've run your own groups, you, yeah. you understand how communication is really important. If you have one member right now, and I know I have deleted her posts and given her feedback, but she seems to be repeatedly posting in the back end. I don't think people understand until they start their own group, how much work it takes to go in uh, and read each post and go, shall I let this one in? I mean, some days I hover over the accept going, oh, is this something I want the group to know? I know. <laughs> Am I being too mean? You know, it's a fine line because you don't want, you really don't want your members to feel disheartened. That's the last thing. I would much rather they reach out and say, hey, Ennis, you know, can you help me? I really want to post in your group. How shall I do it? I'd much rather have that conversation than them feeling disheartened and going, oh, she's mean. She didn't let me post in that group because that's not what it's about. I want everyone to shine, show up and, um, you know, promote themselves, not so much their business. Yeah, I think that's because I think um, like you have on a Friday, you have a promotional day on a Friday. I've got one on a Wednesday. And one of the things I tell people in a marketing strategy is, look, join the groups and then make a note of the promotional days and have them, but make sure that your post is not just, um, here's a shot, <laughs> I don't know, buy my stuff, book today, do this thing. <laughs> and I do think like if you can give something free in that group, in that in that space, sometimes that's really good. Um, but certainly not just like a link to your page because that's going to not work. You see that happening, right? I do, and my heart bleeds, but what can you do? Hopefully, if they're just starting out, that I feel is their first step of showing up. So if that's the only thing they can do just right now, you know, before they experience the busyness, then that's okay. But if they continually keep doing that, they must be asking themselves, is this working or not? And yeah. hopefully that'll make them realize that it's not really the long term. It's probably not the way to go. So I would normally say, um, 
If you're a location-based business, please put the location at the beginning of your comments. So anyone that is not in that location. So if you're a hairdresser and you only work in Kaiapoi, please put North Canterbury or Kaiapoi at the beginning so people know. So they're not going, damn, this person sounds amazing. Oh no, they're in Canterbury and I'm in Auckland. So like that would be the one. Um, definitely adding value, any specialities, and then you can put a link. But quite often you don't have to always put a link, right? No, and I love that what you're doing is actually educating them or giving them free marketing advice. And I think yeah. that needs to be a bit clearer. Well, you know, as admin, I think the word admin can mean so many things to so many different people. But essentially what we're there is using our own skills, our personal skills mm. to show people things that we know that could help them. And I think that sometimes gets forgotten in the group. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it can be like, oh, you know, this or that. But I think if we can say, hey, this is what we can help you with. And we can see areas that you can improve in. But this goes back to your why. Why did you set up the group? Yeah. And what do you want your members to know? So for me, I'm still getting very clear, like really clear on why I want to be in that group and why do I want to admin that group? Mm. And I'll, I do believe that I'm, you know, myself going to show up a lot more. Exciting. Not probably so much with video. I've tried video. <laughs> it's not really my go-to. I'm trying to use words a lot more these days. Oh, come on. Early days. <laughs> I, I I will tell you that I I had everyone else kept on saying, if you've got a Facebook group, you go to Facebook Lives. And I was like, okay, well, that's just not for me. And then even video like a couple of years ago. And then when um, the pan and I'd done a few, didn't feel comfortable, but when the pandemic hit and we had to go completely online and I had this group of people who were all needing to have moral support and help and support, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And now I actually feel more um, comfortable jumping in and doing a live than I do to post. But I think it's partly because I feel like I'm having a proper conversation directly with someone and and I, I do think it's it's a learned love. Like there are some weirdos out there that love it right away. Not me, not me. <laughs> so I would encourage you. You got such nice hair. We can't waste that hair in words. This might tell you a little bit about me, Rachel. Um, photography video is not a big deal to me. What has been a big deal recently is I've realized I learn more when I write it down. Mm. And the, there's a part of me that wants to show up really authentically. Nice. And if I don't know my words, if I, don't, if I haven't written them down and felt them, then it's just space and air that's coming out of my mouth. <laughs> okay, so I have got a hack for you for this. So, because I've got, I'm doing a coaching course with people around content at the moment. And one of the things I taught them is I've got a couple of people in that group that do that. So we, I teach how to write captions. So what we're doing is they literally put the caption on the screen and then they, they put their phone like in front of the screen so they can still see the caption and they just read the caption. Oh, all right. And then it's their words and then, and then they just turn that. So it doesn't have to be live. It can just be you recording it and doing it, but it's still exactly what you would have said. 
Love it. I'm going to try that. And then it's your words. Yay. I like it. Yeah. Because I agree with you. I feel it's a learnt skill to be able to chat. Like I can't do that. I don't know how people do those 45 minute lives. Like I'll go on with a list of five things. I'm like, cool, I'm done in three and a half minutes. Awesome. Facebook only tells people that it's live after three minutes. What am I supposed to do? You know, and then I might like faff around for half a minute and the hopes that someone else is going to see it, but they're going to come and watch me faffing around. Yeah, my goal is to do eventually a video that doesn't require me to learn anything. I just can do it off the top of my head. So I am working towards that goal. And while I'm doing that, I think the key for me is to keep writing. Yeah, absolutely. Feel the words, experience. this has been so awesome and and we've already gone run out of time which is crazy but if people are wanting to find you if people want to join the group obviously um males who listen to this podcast this is not for you um (laughs) um, if people are wanting to join the group um how would they go about it so if you're not a member already please join the group the facebook group i'm plugging my own facebook group you okay with that yeah Yeah, um that is part of the payment that i pay you is you're allowing you should be promoting yourself please do awesome so we have got a group called girls talk business i'm not sure if it's got nz in it uh maybe you i don't think it does let me check just girls because i know the instagram has got girls talk business nz but the facebook group is girls talk business no it's called girls talk business nz cool let's check Girls Talk Business NZ is where you'll find us for the private group. We've got a Facebook group, sorry, a Facebook page if you want to go on there. We're going to start posting a bit, a bit more on there now that I know my pathway. And you can also check out our new website, which is girlstalkbusiness.com. And you can join there as a member for free. That's you can awesome. show up with your profile. You can put your businesses in there, your links, so people can find you. And, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, Rachel. I love that. I'm actually going to go and put my profile in there because I love filling out forms. So anything that has filling out a profile or a form makes me so happy. Um, so that, like, that's like going to be a big tick for me. I hate admin unless it's a form. Nice. In which case I love it. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Ines, for being part of this of, of the podcast. It's been a real pleasure. And you know, I do really enjoy, I've watched, enjoyed watching um your growth and and the fact that you've been open enough about your growth and the vulnerability that you've shared in that group has been really lovely. Because I do think that that's probably one of the things that makes your group really special is that you're not afraid to show your own journey and your own learning which makes everyone else feel like they can connect with you a bit more too, which is awesome. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Rachel. And I really love this experience. As I said, it's my first time on the other side where I'm being asked questions. So I hope Ah, I did good. You did great. You did great. So thank you so much and have a great rest of the week. Thanks, Rachel. So what sort of business growth person are you? Are you like me who likes to have a really clear plan? And let's be honest, I have goals, but I do shift the goalposts quite a few times, probably annually. So that's me. 
Are you someone who's really rigid in your goals and once you've set them, you've got them? Or are you more like Enos who likes to have an idea of something that she's moving towards, an intent and a trust that it's going to work out and come together in a plan? It's really important to recognize this because it also helps us work out who do we put around us to inspire us and motivate us and move forward. And it helps to have someone who's seen success in the way that we best do things. Sure, I probably need to learn to be a bit more relaxed and Ennis might need to have some more structured goals at some point, but it does help to put advisors, mentors, coaches and strategists that can understand and support the way that you've already done things to make sure that you're feeling supported as you grow your business. There's no one way, right way to grow a business. And this is just a reminder that we can do it the way that suits us best. I hope you have a great week. Please do come into the Maverick Marketing Group if you'd like to ask questions. And of course, remember to check out my book, Be a Spider, Build a Web. The link of it is in the show notes. If you love what you heard today, be sure to hit subscribe. And if you love this episode in particular, I'd love it if you shared it on social media. Remember to tag me in so I can say thank you. Have a great week and we'll talk soon.